0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Drinks with Drea. I'm your host, Miss Drea. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today is Friday, May 26th. I'm super excited. I know it's been a while since I hopped on here to chit-chat with you guys. So, without further ado, let's jump right into today's topic. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have been highly anticipating this new reimagined Little Mermaid Starring none other than Halle Bailey, um, along with many other um, veteran actors, star-studded cast. um, Just very excited about it. Um, And I just wanted to give a little insight about the movie and also a review of the movie. So if you're interested in it, continue listening. If not, I understand. Because ideally, this movie is um, catered to children even though as I go into my review I'll tell you why it does appeal to adults as well um but yeah it may be some spoilers in here so if you plan to watch the movie and you're not too familiar with the original you may get a little more information than you bargained for in this review so i I'm cautioning you now all right so let's just jump right into it so Again, I was not a fan of the original Little Mermaid. I believe the original classic came out in 1989. I would have been about five years old at that point. I definitely was a kid that watched Disney movies along with any other kid cartoon. Anything that was meant to appeal to the younger audience, I definitely was tuned in. But I just was not that kid who cared about swimming, who cared about pools, who cared about being a mermaid. It just was nothing about that story that really stuck. You know, my favorites were Beauty and the Beast, which is still my favorite to this day. I also truly uh, enjoyed The Lion King, um, Snow White, and so many others, right? And so Snow, or not Snow White, <laughs> Little Mermaid just was not one of those movies that i was instantly drawn to and even to this day when i would try to watch it in preparation for this movie coming out i still can't sit and watch the entire little mermaid because it's just i don't know what it is about the the cartoon version of it but it just doesn't hold my interest but because they did choose to star you know a diverse cast it made it more interesting and I wanted to see like well what direction did they choose to go when it comes to this movie and I'm so happy that I was able to overcome that you know feeling of this not being nostalgia to me to just say, well, let me just give this movie a chance and see how it goes. And I'm so glad that I did. What I will say is, in comparison to the original, it is about an hour longer. And I know a lot of people online were kind of complaining about that. But it was an hour well spent because it spent, it, it, it focused more time on showing like how desperately Ariel the main character longed to be on the lane it wasn't just a superficial thing it was not just about her getting a guy it was really just about her realizing that while we may be from two different worlds we actually have more in common than not and we should be trying to integrate with them instead of keeping ourselves separate and so that movie really drove that message home where it wasn't just about her meeting of the prince and her dating and loving the prince it was about her seeing things in the human um in humans that she could relate to as a mer people and wanted to really integrate those two worlds because she felt like they would be better together uh, than apart and it also put a lot of emphasis on the love story because in the cartoon it's like I see him, I want him, I will give up anything to have him, and everything is centered around this this love where we don't even get to see it, it's just instantly he's cute, I love him. But in the movie, it really like it takes his time. For him to get to know her. For them to bond. Even though she doesn't speak in the movie. She's able to communicate with him in other ways. Like through her eye contact. And through like her body movement and actions. And things that she was doing. That kind of gave him more insight into who she was. While also giving him. I'm sorry. Giving her more insight into who he uh, is. So it just. You know I'm a rom-com girl. So for me it like. It it's it spoke to that part of me, that part of me that loves romance, that loves to see people fall in love, that loves the fairy tale, the unrealistic and the whimsical, because of course that's part of my DNA and they really tapped into that in the most beautiful, beautiful way. So I loved it. Um the even the ending of the movie um is different from the cartoon version because in the cartoon version I believe the goal in that story was in the beginning, Ariel saved Eric in the end, Eric saved Ariel, but in this reimagined, um, world, Ariel saved Eric and then Ariel saved herself, which I feel like I get how sometimes people get so caught up in the, you know, they're trying to erase, you know, certain aspects of a story or maybe it seems a little bit feminist or whatever the case may be, but... I didn't really take it in that way. I more so just looked at it as her, you know, being responsible and being accountable because ultimately it was her logging and wanting to be amongst the humans that kind of caused the debacle between her dad and her Aunt Ursula. And so she took ownership that it was her desires that led to this, and she took it into her own hands to resolve the issue, so I just thought it was a beautiful story, it was a full story, it felt more complete, it felt like something, you know, like, like, I'm a loving basketball, uh, Beyond the Lights type of fan, and I just, not Beyond, is it called Beyond the Lights? I think it's called Beyond the Lights, um, with Nate Parker, but I love love stories, I love seeing people fall in love, I love just seeing, people connect on a deeper level. It's just something about that that's absolutely beautiful to me. With all of that said, I do believe that there are hiccups like anything else. Um, For me, I kind of struggle to see the movie in 3D. Part of the reason why is because I wear glasses, or at least I should be wearing glasses, and you know, can't necessarily put your glasses on with the 3D glasses. Uh, And it just... Just visually, I struggled (laughs) to watch it. So I definitely do plan on seeing it again. I do think part of the reason why it was a struggle is also just the CGI in the film. Um, That's no critique to any of the actors or the storyline itself. It's just sometimes, you know, trying to create a world where humans who clearly aren't talking and living and existing underwater are underwater can present its own challenges. And I think just things like that over time will get better. Um, The other, I don't even want to call it criticism, but just something that I realized, even though we are getting the children excited about this, we're buying merchandise, we're buying apparel, we're buying dolls, and they love that aspect of it, but because it's not a cartoon. I don't know how kids are going to connect to this um, movie. I, I after watching the movie, I went out to dinner, and this woman, an older black woman, was with her granddaughter, and she approached me about the movie, because she had just went to see it as well, and she said her daughter, her granddaughter was like, what is this, you know, (laughs) like, because she's like three, and for a kid that age, like, they want to see color, and loudness, and, you know, shaboing boing noises, and all, you know what I mean, like, the fun stuff, which is in the movie, Um, specifically more towards the middle when you start to see more of Sebastian scuttle and flounder. But, you know, like kids like loudness and fun and, you know, and it was a little bit more of a serious tone. I do do encourage people to still take their children to it um, and explain like, you know, the importance of diversity and like how this movie was once cast a certain way and how, Changing the character to someone of a different race does not change the quality of the story. Like, this could really be. A moment if people the adults choose to make it a moment of inclusivity of people really just kind of realizing that as humans we have way more in common than not and that it doesn't matter about a person's skin color but it matters about their story and who they are at their core and what they bring to the world this could be a beautiful moment to teach children tolerance and acceptance and love versus teaching hate but we already know the world that we live in is going to have a mixture of both um but yeah I don't know how well the, the babies the little ones will connect right away but I think like the pre-teens the teens I think they'll really enjoy the movie especially if you show them the original first I just think that you know it, it can appeal to the, the pre-teens and the teens a little bit more and the young adults and of course the ones of us who looks at this as nostalgia to a certain extent. It appeals to all of us, like I said, but just because it's not a cartoon and it isn't loud and it isn't voice, like, because it lacks, like, that that animated kind of energy, it, you may lose the interest of some kids. That's just something that I noticed. But overall, I would have to give this film a 10 out of 10. You know, I know I had my share of criticism for it, but at the end of the day, it was a good movie. It had everything that you would want. Hallie Bailey in her voice, her singing, the way she delivered for part of your world, the way she harmonized all throughout the m- movie, it just was damn near pitch perfect. Like, she's an amazing singer. She's an amazing actress. She brought so much to this role. And she really, you every scene that she's in. Every time she's on your screen, you can't take your eyes off of her. You know, she she's a great actress in the way that she communicates through her expressions, which as I watch more movies and learn more about filmmaking, that is very important as an actor to be able to not just convey the script, with their words, but also convey it with your entire body, and I think she does an amazing job of doing that. I love the diversity because, like, you know, the prince's mom is not a white woman; it's a black woman, and she didn't birth him, but she came upon him and took him in. It's just, it to me, it's just beautiful. I know people like to call it woke and all this other BS that's going on in the world, but just this is what the world looks like it looks like diversity it looks like having a family where not everyone is the same race it looks like um being able to fall in love with someone for, without you know having the convenience uh or the luxury of being able to speak with them because people who are deaf people who are blind people who who lack all of the senses deserve love as well it's just so much to this that just for me was beautiful Um, I definitely cried a lot leading up to this movie because I did think about just how important it is from a representation standpoint, how beautiful it is that a young black girl gets to have her own Barbie and that little black girls have an assortment, an array of dolls, you know, (laughs) which sounds so silly when you think about it, but like they, they don't have to just have the one or two black dolls. Like there's so many now of different shades of different experiences they even have dolls with down syndrome handicapped doll like anything you could think of that just represents us as humans there's more and more representation and the more people can see themselves on the shelf on the screen, on the hear themselves on the radio, whatever the case may be, the more they feel like they belong here, and that's what we want. We want a world of people that feel like they belong here. And The Little Mermaid is just another confirmation of just how beautiful this world is and how beautiful this world can be. So, again, 10 out of 10 stars. Holly Bailey was amazing, Melissa McCarthy was amazing as Ursula, Jonah R. King was um, amazing as Prince Eric. Um, just all around amazing film and, you know, is going to be something that will be considered a classic to the next generation. So please, you know, even if you go to this, see this movie, you know, go to see this movie and you're like, eh, it's not really my cup of tea. Why not support? Why not go check it out for yourself? Why not support diversity? Why not support, you know, Holly Bailey, who's very talented, this type of stories might not be everyone's cup of tea but being able to support you know a, a job well done should be all of our cup of tea right because when we do amazing things we want to be supported in order for support to come our way we have to be willing to give it to others and i think this is an amazing way to show support to Halle Bailey to send a message to Hollywood and the creators that we want more diversity on our screens because we want the things that we watch on TV to look like or look more like the world that we actually live in. And the world that we live in is a rainbow. The world that we live in has so many different people. It's multifaceted. It's beautiful. It's ugly. It's wicked. It's kind. It's all of those things. And that's what representation is all about. So yes, I've said, and all I can say about this movie again spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert if you have not watched this film but it, I guess in this case spoilers don't really matter because it's a reimagination like you know the story of Little Mermaid if you don't go spend 83 minutes and find it on Disney and watch it and now you're aware of what it is um but one last thing I want to talk about now I'm gonna keep this part very brief because I don't even like talking about this topic and I'm talking about the racist element of this and it's really just about the people who were who are one trying to review bomb this movie on IMDB on Rotten Tomatoes and any other um platform that focuses on reviewing films even with the Netflix trailer, a million people disliked it. And these people don't genuinely dislike this movie. These people don't didn't even give this movie a shot. It's really just off the strength of you went from a pale-skinned, bright red, fiery-headed woman to a brown-skinned girl with actual ginger hair, and we're not here for it. And they're hating and trying to um review bomb these movies so that people won't watch it and even it's even through its success thus far trying to find ways to make it um feel like they have not accomplished anything basically trying to downplay the results it's just sad that you know in 2023 this is still something that's going on um and it's it's an opportunity where we can end the teaching of racism but instead, Certain people want to continue that from generation to generation. So unfortunately, that's just part of the world that we live in. But if you are one of those people and you came across this audio because you want to find something negative about The Little Mermaid, sorry to disappoint, but you will not hear anything negative here. But what I will encourage you to do anyone who's skeptical, anybody who has a problem with her being black, anyone with any problem whatsoever, because at the end of the day, it's just a movie. We have bigger fish to fry. But if you are upset, at least take a moment to watch the film. At least give it that two hours. Try to be fair. And even if you just insist on being unfair, at least put the money behind it before you go running your mouth trying to criticize it so i've said all i could say about this topic again i know this is a little bit different because i don't do movie reviews but i felt the need to speak on this movie because i genuinely enjoyed it and i definitely plan on seeing it again so if you want more content like this of me talking about movies that are out feel free to let me know if you have questions comments concerns about the film or about my podcast today please let me know and I'm gonna talk to you guys soon so thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys soon bye